mic check. You're listening to the Executive Lounge podcast. In the Executive Lounge, we discuss management styles and business strategies to help the experienced entrepreneurs evolve. We want to help the young bull entrepreneurs grow, and we want to help the future entrepreneurs get their businesses kicked off ASAP. Gotta get it in. My name is Clint Lanella, creator, best known as co-founder and president of Rehab Studios. I like to take these opportunities to sit down with some of the best in the business and discuss their business strategies, philosophies, and what's their outlook for everyday people building multiple streams of revenue. Um, Going to start off here to episode double zero. We'll do double zero just so we get a couple practice runs in before we get to the actual first episode. Uh, these first episodes will probably be trash. Nobody will watch them. Nobody will listen. But uh, Go it's, it's, it's you know a good opportunity for us to get started, hit the ground running. These are the ones they're searching for. Place, so. Years later, they're searching for this. They're going to be looking for this. Well, years later, they'll be able to come back and see these first episodes were trash. So, <laughs> <laughs> But... Uh, it's part. It'll be part of the journey. So if they join us for the journey and they come back to the first episodes and check them out, we'll still appreciate that too. Um, but you know, with what we want to do here, uh, our goal is 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 very simple. Uh, we want to spread knowledge. We want to empower our community. Uh, we want to help put people in a position where they can be more successful in, in any way that we can. You know, a lot of these techniques that uh, I learned and that we'll get into, um, these techniques not only help me become a better manager, but they help me manage things in my personal life better as well. But uh, we'll have some, some, some great guests throughout the show. My co-host here, uh, Warren Hayes, Reno, will be, uh, if I don't have a guest, uh, Warren Hayes will be my co-host for most of these shows. Um, you know, and and for me, it's, it's real simple. Uh, I'm a very philosophical person about my approach to management, my approach to business. Um, I think being philosophical instead of having a hard set of rules it keeps me consistent yet gives me the flexibility that i need to operate in different scenarios the way that i need to operate in those scenarios um and i'll give my whole background and everything you know because i definitely want our listeners our viewers to understand um who i am why i'm doing this um and, and what our ultimate goal is um but before I get started, again, my co-host, Reno. Reno, why don't you introduce yourself and, and tell them about yourself? Yeah, I'm Reno. Uh, been through a lot of different uh, environments, uh, worked in a lot of different industries. I've been from restaurant to uh, commercial to actual sales, you know, and found myself in management, and I realized the basis of management is people. You have to actually know how to deal with a lot of different personalities and just work with a lot of different people to get things done, you know. And I'm here to give my feedback and also learn as much as I can because I'm on the people person side, and I know I need to work on my technical side, especially as far as, like, our viewers, you know. With this being the first show, I'd be forgetting that I'm actually being recorded, so that'd be the fun part. But as far as like you know, 
being an entrepreneur, I have my hands in so many different things. And I guess it just takes, you know, people that love you to explain things, you know, or people that have love in their heart to actually explain how they got from point A to point B to point C. Because really that's uh, most people's problem is ignorance of knowledge. Like in the industry we live in, knowledge is free. And if you actually desire that knowledge and go look for it, it's out there. Like you just have to go look for it. So, so I, I'm not a millionaire. Are you a millionaire, Reno? No, sir. Okay. So neither one of us are millionaires. So why, means- why should, why should we be telling them about business and neither one of us are millionaires? First of all, I think it just, come to a point to where we didn't ask the right questions, you know. Um, in the beginning, you you had the desire to want to be a millionaire. You do all the little different things thinking that you're going to become a millionaire. You got a good job. You're going to get this raise, you know, but you know your boss ain't going to pay you to live next door to you, you know, next door to him. So the, the thing with us is once you find the niche, and you find the blueprint to get from the other side, from the rich and the poor gap. Once you, you know, navigate your way from poor to middle class, then you know there's a couple more stakes with being rich. You just have to ask the right questions and get the right knowledge sort of push you in the right direction. Because I feel like everybody has a million dollars in their mind. You just got to get it transferred from your mind to your ATM. Now, with with that said, I, I agree with all that, and I want people to understand. Like, I'm not a millionaire. Me neither. However, uh, piggybacking off what Reno just said, like this is a journey, and I think that part of the journey is it. it, it the part that I'm on on my journey is for one linking with other like-minded entrepreneurs and building a synergy uh, for us all to be propelled to success. And so as I'm on this journey, I have multiple new companies that I just started. Reno has a new company that he just started. And the thing is that, this is an opportunity for people to take this journey with us. There are plenty of people that you can watch and they can give you advice and they can tell you, you know, different techniques and everything like that, whether it's starting a podcast, for example. If you're listening to someone who's starting a podcast, but they were blogging 10 years before they started a podcast, and they already had a foundation. They already had a platform to, uh, you know, take it to the next level. They already had a, a fan base. They already had a subscription base. Um, their situation is different from somebody who n- never blogged before, didn't have any fans before, and is starting a new to a YouTube channel or a podcast from scratch. So you can listen to somebody who had you know for whatever reason might have started their business off with a hundred thousand dollars in the bank already or whatever the case may be 
or you can listen to people that are starting off the way that you're most likely going to have to start off from scratch. So, and we'll get into how we are developing our own businesses. Um, and the, the, to me, the cool thing about it is that, like, as we go through this, I'm always interested in feedback. Feedback does nothing but help me get better. So, uh, good or bad, always appreciate the feedback. Uh, let us know what you like about the show, uh, what you think uh, we can add to the show or take away from the show. And before I go on any further with the show, uh, this show is, I want to mention one of our sponsors. One of our sponsors is Texas Seamoss. Go to Texas Seamoss at Texas Seamoss IG. Go to at Texas Seamoss IG. Don't forget to put the IG at the end. That's Get you C-Moss. some Seamoss. Uh, change your life. All right. Texas Seamoss IG. All right, go to Texas Seamoss IG on Instagram. All right. Uh, move, keeping keeping it going, though. But um, moving on forward, we're going to just keep it going. Give you my background. And, and, and you know, Warren gave you a nice general idea. I'm, I'm going to take it a, a little further back. Because I'm going to start off musically. Musically, of course, grew up in the church, was in the choir. That's way back. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that's, 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 that's the foundation, though. That's the foundation for musically. Uh, but then when we got, got in college, uh, I, I transferred from Texas A&M and College Station and moved to Atlanta where my cousin was uh, going to Morehouse. And he was producing and making beats for some artists up there. And when I moved to Atlanta, I started DJing a little bit here and there. Ficky, ficky, ficky. And so between my DJ equipment and his production equipment, we ended up starting a studio together. And uh, just just for some extra content, if you are a Patreon subscriber, then I'll, I'll put some extra uh, content up on Patreon and give you all and tell a story about how we came up with the name for the studio because that's a, a whole another story in itself but um my cousin and i we started a studio in atlanta uh while we were in school uh got to work with a lot of great artists up there uh we ended up moving the studio back home to houston um houston. so i could do more work with my bro- my little brothers and and do more stuff for some family down here um so one of the one of the things about working with a lot of artists in the recording studio is that, uh, it, you know, being an artist isn't cheap, and you don't get paid for songs up front when you don't have any songs. I so, admire you because you did finance that whole thing, and that was beautiful. That was very beautiful. Well, uh, the young entrepreneur in you. It was. You know, again, just working with these artists, it was always obvious that you had to have multiple streams of revenue. And even today, as an artist, you're not going to make, you know, a whole lot of money off the album sales, depending on your contract. Um, If you you are signed to a major label or or even a smaller label in a lot of cases. But then you got to work to get paid. That's the crazy part. If you don't work, you don't get paid. And that's just the flip side of things. Because rich people don't work, but they get paid. That's beauty. 
That's the flip. That's the flip. People don't know the flip. And and again, you know, just working with these artists and seeing these artists building multiple streams of revenue, the artists that had residual income, uh, regardless of of album sales. Um, you know, I want to have an opportunity to talk to those artists and, and let them tell their stories and let them be able to show people, um, you know, how you can make a couple of hundred dollars here on this product every day while still making a couple hundred dollars on this product every day and while making a couple of hundred dollars on this product every day. And you end up walking away with a stack every day. So, you know. Those are the kind of things that we want to bring to the forefront of people's mind. Uh, we want to bring those kind of things to the pe- forefront of people's mind, and and you know even even things like crypto. Uh, we'll, we'll have we'll have some great conversations about crypto. If if you don't know anything about crypto, I don't. Uh, you know, a, you can teach me. I'll be the one you can teach. I'm I'm not going to teach. I have some great people who have terrific knowledge when it comes to crypto and their outlook on the future of crypto. Um this week has been amazing. It's time, baby. Uh this week has 2021. been twenty twenty one in the crypto market. Um I saw that jump. It was beautiful. It, 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 the, the crypto, the percentage-wise, crypto is making more money than traditional stocks right now. Um, you know, my stocks are doing great, but the crypto is doing amazing. Um, so I'm interested in having some some guests that come up um, and talk about all the crypto. Uh, as a matter of fact, shout out to the Hive community, um, the whole Hive community. Um, it's it's crypto, but it's so much more than that. And um, it's a platform, but it's so much more than that. Um, so I'm I'll be excited to have some people come in and, and you know give more detail and more explanation about how great Hive is um, than, than any way that I could explain it. So look forward to those conversations. Um, gave uh, musically um, from on the corporate side um, I was while in school I was offered a management position by a fortune 500 company and at that time the um, they were actually one of the top five in training as far as all the fortune 500 companies. So I felt, I always felt blessed to be able to receive an elite level of training, um, including, uh, working for, um, some great managers and great leaders before I was even put in the management with that company. Um, shout out to miss Lee, miss Lee's last day here at, the. Uh, Baybrook Olive Garden is March 1st. Miss Lee's moving to Fort Worth. And I know uh, Miss Lee has, Miss Lee has, I guess it's been 30 years. Um, um, I know she has had a, a tremendous effect on not only me, but so many people that have, have went through 
the lead management training program um, because she always led by example and you know it, she, she she was she was the example of what a leader should be um, so shout out to Miss Lee Bay Book Olive Garden uh, the Bay Book Brillies so dope Finally got my mic in, in perfect form. It took me a while, but I'm here. Now, now speaking of speaking of of okay, so from that corporate, um, from you know from that company, um, I went to. I made several stops, but since Reno said he's here. Let me give you a little more uh, detail and description and depth to how much he has been here, right? <laughs> so, musically, I told y'all, first music was in the church. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He wasn't in the choir, but he was at the church. I saw him sometimes he, he, in the he, choir. He, he, I tried. He, he, he will blow his horn. But he wasn't at no choir practices. He wasn't yeah, there on Tuesdays. I couldn't do no choir. He wasn't practices. there on Sundays. Nah, All right. All right. It wasn't gonna happen. So I ain't had no choice up in the for the most time on Sundays. My grandma was I was a PK, so Look, and then a little rebel at, at one moment. We ended up the same high school together. Yes, sir. I was in the band playing okay, the trumpet. So uh sung in a little male band, you know. I, I I never really could stand going to choir practice, but I, I tried at times, you know. But my more more or less thing was the music when aspect. When I came back from A and M before I went to Atlanta, he got me a job at the uh, with the company that I was promoted from because I worked there before I moved to Atlanta. I worked up there in Atlanta also, but then when I moved back. That's when I ended up being promoted. Wow. From there, I went to another company. He came to work with me at that company. <laughs> yep. From there, I went to another company. He came to work with me at that company. Yep. So everything that I'm speaking on yep. on this podcast, he can verify because he's been there 90% of the time for most of this stuff. Trying to catch that coattail because he's been making some good money, you know. I seen the the brilliance in your entrepreneurship, and I knew you made good decisions, so I followed, and it has paid off, you know. I've had a little different training at times, especially with sales, you know. Like, I didn't realize how you have to sell yourself every day. And sales is just really communicating with the person that you're talking to, you know, so many different forms of communication than just speaking. And once you realize how to sell yourself, selling your product and what you're trying to sell your idea is going to be so much easier. So I know, you know, we started from the bottom and we're doing this and trying to record the journey so that you can see that ordinary people like me and him and you are have the same ability we all have the same uh options we all have the same uh we all have the same dreams but are we gonna do the same things again that's just kind of what it is you know how bad do you really want uh 
to go on vacations for the rest of your life? How bad do you really want to live your life as a vacation? It's not, it's not really hard. It's really just a choice. I choose to go to work. I choose to make this money. I choose to wait a whole year for 50 cents to 75 cent raise. And then they come and tell you, oh, you're going to have to wait two, two, two more years for the next 50 cent. And it's just a, a, a rat cycle. I call it the, the donkey with the, the carrot in front. They dangling that donkey in front of you just to keep you going. But when you or open Or even worse, how I've had to deal with it from the management position is that they would tell me, I say, I got this hardworking guy. Right now he's making $11 an hour. He can go to this other company and make $13 an hour. I don't want to lose this employee. I need to at least match $13 an hour. Well, we can't give any raises over this percent. So you can only give him a dime. Yeah, yeah, they better kept that dime because <laughs> <laughs> They would have lost the whole employee over 10 cents. Meanwhile, the, the senior vice president made $16.5 million that year. Oh, yes, sir. But and I can't, bonuses. But I, but Did I you can't add the bonuses give, in? You got to add the bonuses in. Yeah, yeah. With his bonus and stocks, he made his, – his base salary was only like $5 million. But when you add in the stock and the bonuses, he made $16.5 million. All right, but anyway – Speaking of that. But I can't give an employee more than a 10-cent raise. My wife worked, well, ex-wife worked in the oil and gas industry and is a, man, a manager. I gave this boy $10 million to do whatever he had to do to make a profit on $10 million in five years. Two years into the contract, he is a negative $3 million off that team. The boy that spent $13 million, and guess what he did? He resigned. Yeah. Deuces. I'm going to fuck this company up, and I'm bouncing. And that's insane because you got people that work hard and people that know the job, but when it comes down to actually paying a person to stay with you or feel like they're valued as an employee – you got to look at the numbers. The numbers ain't right. I can't I can't afford to give him that right now. Well, when you are the CEO and the $200 you are the is going to hurt is, me. That is paying yourself and deciding what the salaries will be. I think at some point investors need to understand that they need to stop hiring these CEOs who only care about making the bonus for this quarter. The only thing that's important right now is hitting these numbers in this quarter. They don't care how many corners they have to cut. They don't care, you know, whether they there is a good person who's not going to get a raise and is going to end up going to a competitor for a dollar more. It's not worth losing that employee to a competitor for a dollar more, but because the CEO is trying to make sure he hits his bonus – he puts a restriction on raises or hiring um, or whatever the case may be. Don't buy nothing. 
And so, you know, and, and most people and most companies lunch. have 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 been through this and they know how ridiculous it is to have a boss who um is only focused on the bonus for the numbers. quarter over the long term health of the company. They don't see those over they the see long term uh um, stock and, and and pensions and retirements that these people have not their stocks. My they're going to get their they they have a golden parachute where even once they run the company into the ground, they get a bonus for leaving the company. Yes, sir. So you know that's a whole another corporate piece of crap that you know. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting into other people's feedback from it, but my opinion on it is that. The government should tax, uh, put a tax on companies whose CEOs make over uh, a certain percentage of the average employee of that company. What? Um, you can't do that. Yes, you can. No, you know, you know the reason why you can't do that. Why can't you do? It's that? because most of the CEOs are the government. Bruh, come on. You know well, that. The, the, you have to. You <laughs> and if they're to, not the government, they've made a considerable donation to well, the cause. We won't. We. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to get into politics. It's a whole other. We're going to talk business. That but, podcast is called. Uh, you want to do the drop? So you gotta, when we when we get when we get to the we can all agree podcast we can all agree then we'll get into the politics aspect and and like I don't even want to do that show right now because I know the hate that that show is going to drive just something to look forward so, to we gotta wait till Trump brought it up we the point of the show will be to find things that we can all agree on depending on which side you're on and people are so we ain't gonna all so agree partisan right now <laughs> um even if it's something that they agree on i think that they'll buck it just because the other side agrees with it also yep. but we'll, we'll see when we get there um you know for for me with with when we're talking about business though like i said i'm very philosophical about my approach to business um and and I think the philosophies that I believe in, I think, are the roadmap to success. I think it's very simple. You what start you off get? with you hire the right people, you train them the right way, and you hold them to high standards. If you do all three of those things, any question, any question that I had, if if I'm making the right decision for my business, if I'm not asking myself those three questions, I'm setting myself up for failure. Am I hiring the right person? Am I training them the right way? And am I holding them to the standards that they need to be held to? Whatever problem I have, I ask myself that question. Did I hire the right person? Did I train them the right way? Am I holding them to the standards that I need to hold them to? Those are very simply the first steps of the roadmap to be success, to, to success, in my opinion, from a management point of view. Um, and I, I, I keep things very simple. I, I, I do things in set of three for a reason. It's more, more uh, memorable that way. And so when I'm talking to my staff, it's three things that I ask for from my staff. Once I put my part of the roadmap in place, then I give the employees their part of the roadmap. And all I ask is take care of the guests, make money, buddy, buddy, buddy. and enjoy the shift. 
if they do those three things, they will be successful. Take care of the guests, make money, enjoy the shifts. And when I talk to them about making money, I get them to understand that I want them to make money. Because if they're making money, then the company's making money. If the company's making money, then I'm making money. Exactly. So that's always been one of my focuses. Is it focuses is to get the employee to see that I want them to make money. I'm going to show you how to make money. And I think that's why this is a natural transition for me to be able to get to get into this podcast in this field is because like that's what I've always done is I'm going to show you how to get money. And you know, it's it's money everywhere. I've I've everywhere. been a corporate trainer and this is what I've trained people to do. So uh <laughs> Just bringing it into an audio and, and video form instead of actually being hands-on. Um, I think that, you know, we, we have the, the communication skills. We have the technical team. Um, so we want to do, do, do that and, and, and put everything in place. And then the last set of threes in my three-part philosophy For every decision, there are three groups of people that should be considered in every decision. Because the theory that the the, the customer is always right. <laughs> Negative. No. Negative. No. Uh Urkot proved that recently that the customer yes. is always right. So they said fuck Houston. the customers. Y'all don't need that heat. We would lose money if we give you this power right now. We rather cut the power off for all of you motherfuckers, except for downtown. The people who are going to pay, the people who pay the big checks, they're not going to cut them up. If you're getting 10 grand a grip a month, nah, we're going to keep them running. But your little hundred and something dollars a month ain't for. Nah, we're going nah, to we, we gonna lose money off y'all. So yeah. we're just going to shut all of this shit down. Every Prices skyrocketing. We, 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 we can't charge all of y'all for this all at once. So we're just going to shut everything yeah, down. I can't afford this electricity. <laughs> and then we'll put up. out the notice that we're raising the prices. And then we'll turn it back on. Just like that. Gas too. Everything that went up in one swoop. Gas went from a dollar ninety nine to now it says two fifty. Like wow, over a day, like one day, mass hysteria from one decision that a company made to put everybody in the dark. It wasn't just homes; it was stores, it was gas stations, it was everybody. Like it was the funniest like, part was when they sent out the boil notice because the they had notice. already it was it, they had already cut off the power. And then they cut off the water, and then they send out a boil notice. It's like, what water are we supposed to boil? Yeah, how are we going to boil it? What, what power are we supposed to use to boil said water, sir? Nah. <laughs> Man, I know you don't want to get political, but uh, at the same time, my Texas senator planned to cruise to Cancun with his family. It would have been smart for him to take a private jet, but no, he got on a public commercial plane with his family while his whole state, no, it wasn't his city. It was the whole state. 
Well, the Turned funny off. part to me was that it wasn't the airline that called in to the news. It was the moms from the neighborhood chat. Then the neighborhood group chat, they told them that they were going to the Ritz Carlton and invited them. And it was the neighborhood moms who leaked the story to the press, and that's how they saw him at the airport and all of that. So the neighborhood mom was so, in the house chilling. So literally, if, look on if, ice. If anybody, coldest day in if history. Anybody knows you're a piece of shit. <laughs> it's your fucking neighbors. That's and if your shit. neighbors go to the news on you, they know you're a piece of shit. And he said, "I, I knew it was going to happen, but you know." Since they were out of school, you know, they wanted to get out of the country. Okay. You know, but, yeah. I'm not going to let them freeze with these Again. guys. They might accidentally turn my, me see, off the grid. When we get to the We Can All Agree podcast, I think Al Franken said it best. Al Franken said, I like Ted Cruz most of, I like Ted Cruz more than most of any of my other colleagues. And I hate Ted Cruz. <laughs> wow. So I think we can all agree when we get to talking about Ted Cruz. Yeah, that says a lot. <laughs> so he's the least he's the least of the list. That's what I'll take out. But so, yeah. you know, and and business is business, it's all about the numbers. The numbers didn't match. We didn't we could not supply the demand for which I was doing. They tell everybody to put their heat on 65 and then turn everybody energy off. Like, wow. Yeah, it's 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 been a crazy weekend, but, um, you know, again, uh, I'm excited to be able to uh, bring this information to as many people as possible. I'm excited to be able to provide guides and provide resources for, uh, again, entrepreneurs who are established, who want to evolve. Ballin'. Entrepreneurs who are young bulls who want to grow. Yes, sir. And especially for our future entrepreneurs who are ready to get their businesses kicked off. My kids. And get things started. Your kids. Um, you know, the the more that we can do the more that we can help. Um, like Pika in the brain, let's take over the world. I mean, it, it's to me, to me I, I, I mean, I'm genuinely excited. Uh, I'm genuinely excited. I'm genuinely um, looking forward to being able to talk to the people that we have coming on. Uh, one of my first guests, um, the first guest on, on, on the next episode, uh, we will have JD We Jam. JD in the uh, building. Follow JD We Jam on Twitter. Yes, sir. Um, and on Instagram, uh, JD has a podcast coming up called Serving Bars. Serving the book. Um, and I, I, I check that out. I want JD to explain his own podcast. Um, so I'm not going to get it into it too much. But everybody that I've talked to about this podcast that JD is about to launch is like, oh, yeah, that's going to work. So yeah, uh, definitely looking forward to uh, JD's podcast getting started. Like, and it, tr- truth be told, you know the reason that we got set up and got started is because JD called me and said, "Hey, I want to do a podcast. Wow. I got this idea <laughs> for a podcast." 
Okay. You got an idea for a podcast? All right, let's run it. Let's run it. And so, uh, of course, while we putting together JD's podcast, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, my cousin and I, EA, shout out to EA. EA, EA. moving back to Houston real soon. Houston. All right. Um, me and EA used to do a birthday series called Executive Lounge. Our birthdays the day apart from each other. He's on the thirtieth. I'm on the thirty first. That was the Shout turn up. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, so we, we need do, to get that established again. I we we do the Executive Lounge uh, uh, as our birthday series. And so for me, it was it, it seemed natural for me to bring the Executive Lounge back in the form of this podcast. Yes, sir. Um, so I can't wait to 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 have EA next to me because me and EA, you know, we we he he was there when we started when I started the executive lounge, and part of part of the reason uh, the other reason why I did it besides me and EA birthday parties is that um, my brothers, I will always wanted them to work faster, and. At one point, I told one of them, like, y'all should be able to do an album in two weeks. Like, y'all got 24-hour access to the studio. They you know, y'all it. got beats and this, that, and the other. <coughs> like, like, y'all should be able to do an album in two weeks. And they, whatever the reason or excuse was, I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to show you. I'm going to do an album in two weeks. And I recorded a mixtape in two weeks, and I, it was the Executive Lounge mixtape. Um, so, again, like, doing this podcast cups. And, and bringing the Executive Lounge uh, back in the form of a podcast seemed pretty natural for me. Uh, Reno, why don't you tell people what, what they think, what you think they will get out of this show by watching the show? You're going to get to see the flower blossom. You're going to get to see... A group of young men that actually taking their experience in the world and bringing it together and sharing experience with you on their journey to cross that gap from the poor to the middle class to the rich. And it's really about the mentality. Once you see our experiences and learn what changed our mentality to get us here, to put us on this path, then you'll realize that being rich is only a choice away. And when I've heard that before, it was just like, you really have to make a choice to want it. Like, just like you want to get up and go get that chick, you got to make a choice to want the knowledge. And when you have people who have some experience and see, like, the direction they're going, like me personally, that's the reason why I'm here. I'm jumping on because I want more knowledge to become successful in investing, becoming a, a successful business owner, not just working or being self-employed because being self-employed and working are two different things compared to actually having your money work for you. And once we uh, get the knowledge and the experience from a vast group of men, like developed men and everybody has uh, responsibilities in their selected industry that they've, crafted you get to learn from a knowledge of hungry young men and if you want it as bad as we want it you're gonna come to the next episode just to check it out 
you're going to want to hear, like, what am I missing? What's in store, you know? And we're going to have a, a lot of different guests. We're going to have some accomplished guests. We're going to have some different people that you can learn and get information from. And it's about piecing it for yourself because your journey and your desires are going to be different from mine, just like they're going to be different from him. But if you listen and get the knowledge, it'll make you more successful than what you want to do in life. And that's just what we're trying to help everybody do. Are there are there any narratives that you would like to see change through this podcast? Oh man, because really- I'll tell you one just one one narrative that I would like to see change through this podcast is that when we talk about like. You say I want to be rich. Like I don't. Rich is such a just just. I think when people think of the word "I want to be rich," they think of something ridiculous, right? Like my goal is not to be rich. My goal is to be wealthy, financially independent. I want to be financially independent. I don't have nah, to be. I want to be like Scrooge be, Duck. I don't have to be rich. I want to be like Scrooge Duck. I want to be able to open look, my safe look, and just look, dive look. into the gold no, 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 no. and if take my, a swim. If, if my expenses, <laughs> if my expenses are a quarter million dollars a year, and I have <coughs> half a million dollars a year coming in, and I have half a million dollars coming in, and I'm not doing anything in that half a million dollars coming in just anyway. That's financially independent. Well, I mean, like I said, we all have different goals. Yeah. I do want to experience the Scrooge McDuck swimming in the money. I mean, that's just a personal experience for me. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I know it might seem a little far-fetched, but in my heart, my goal is to just get close to the Forbes list. I don't have to be on the Forbes list because I know it's a target and they're going to be in your pocket all the time. But I want to be able to get close enough to the Forbes list, not just for me, but for my children's children and their children. I want to break the legacy but see, that's the, the, you, that you I can, was raised in. You can, you, can, you, you can secure your children's future without being anywhere near the Forbes list. That's absolutely. I'm just saying so, that's a part so, of my and, and, journey and there, to the forest. I don't think there's anything. Don't get me wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with someone's goal to be, you know, uh, on the Forbes list or whatever the case may be. If that's what your goal is, it is. Uh, it's like, I, I, I want to be like. The, I want to. I want to be like the. Who is that person? What? Who is that? Like most people, the most most people won't get there, right? So absolutely. I, so if my goal is to help as many people as possible, I want to talk about effective strategies for getting. I would rather lift a hundred people up until the top 20% then lift one person up until the top 5%. Well no, that's not my point at the same rate. Like so even so with what, my I, journey I, I know that's your journey. With my journey I want to be open I'm enough to share it what, to where what, what I want to focus on If I'm successful, you can pick one of the things that I've conquered or even 
endeavored on to secure that financial I understand that that's your goal. But what I want to focus on is lifting as many people out of poverty as possible. They got to want to be lifted out of poverty. And And that's my thing. You got to want it. First, I think that nobody wants to be in poverty. Most of us don't have the mentality it takes to know that it's a choice. To but be. even if they, you come with them and let them know that, and they know that they have a choice, there's actually a percentage who chooses otherwise. Oh, yeah. I mean, in, in every, every community, there are people who will always be criminals and that's what they choose to do is crime. Yes. It doesn't mean it, it, it's, it's never a good thing. It never makes sense. But that's the choice that you know they feel a lot of times people feel that that's what they identify as. If I identify as this then no matter what I'm going to do this. Okay. That's what I am. That's, that's what I do. <clears throat> But and so so they don't know again. They don't know that they have the power to choose something different. My even, my question even, is: When I see someone rich, or let me say wealthy, because rich and wealthy are two different things when we break it down. But when I see a wealthy person, my question is: How are they any different from me? And what choice did they make to get there? And then when it boils down to it, it really is choices and. I've talked to numerous of people when it comes down to actually owning a business and managing a business. And there are groups of people that choose to just be the employee. Now, I know we don't need employees. That's just how the world works. But there's a 10, what is it, 90-10 rule where it's 90% of the money is only owned by 10% of the people. And my question is, how the fuck do I become the 10%? And it's not really on no green shit, but I've seen my grandmother, I've seen my father, my mother, I've seen so many people work and believe that they were going to just buy themselves a mansion. And when I realized that that's not the mentality that you need to have, then I wondered, like, what are the rich and the wealthy thinking about? And that kind of veers you into a whole nother path of thinking to where, it's like you can't think small potatoes anymore. Like, I understand the financial. That's honestly how I started off. I want to be financially independent. I don't want to have to require on a government or anybody to have to sign my check. But why stop there? Why not be able to sign checks myself? Why not to be able to invest? And what kind of got me years ago, I was working at Chili's. Didn't have too much ambition or nothing. Just doing whatever I did, I know I was going to be the best that I did. If I was a waiter, I was the best waiter, best bartender, best cook, best manager. That's just who I am. I, I have the competition there. And then once you get to a certain level, it's like, man, I want to I wanna have the most money, you know. And it's not really on no vain thing. It's just our people for so many years have been taught to think a certain way and when they say like you're an American, knowledge is free. You realize in other countries they they won't even allow you to even think or 
try to think a certain way. You better not even think you're independent. So with this, I want to use this and the knowledge that I'm learning on the way to be able to help others. <clears throat> now, with the 90-10 rule, you know, everybody don't want that money. Everybody don't want that smoke. And I do. I mean, surprisingly, I do. And I know that with me being so, such a multifaceted person when it comes to work, if I put my focuses in business and developing business and enveloping different investments, then it's not going to only help me. It's going to help you. It's going to help the next person because I'm helping you with the information that I didn't know that had me stuck getting up, going to the nine to five and having to clock in and make sure that I impress my boss to get some more money so that he can get some more money so that I can wait for some more money. It's just a cool cycle. And when it boils down to it, we worked in so many different companies that if you put a value to how much money you made for other people, it would kill you. It would kill you if you could look at your your sheet, your profit sheet that you've made for the company you go clocking in, your value, your work, what you bring to them. And when you realize that you've made other people money and like, man, I could have put that in my pocket, then that puts you on the other side of the tax bracket to where you can have that type of lifestyle. Okay, so I'm going to go back to the question, though. Is there any narratives that you would like to change with this podcast? I could have just told you I was trying to change the narrative of swimming in the... But no, just really the narrative of... Honestly, <clears throat> I would like to change the narrative that you have to go to school to be successful. And that was what I was talking about with most people don't know because most people are taught wrong. Exactly. Okay, so that's why I was saying it ain't that most people want to be poor, is that they are taught the wrong way to go about it. So, and then when they hear information that don't agree with what they were taught, a lot of them shy away from it. That's my thing. Like, I don't mind helping people, but I realize they got to actually want the same thing. Because on this path, like, I've lost so many friends and family just changing into the person that I want to be. Like, I don't want to work my whole life and get laid off and just get some funky chick. I want to be able to develop businesses. I've came, let me say we, because this is a brilliant guy right here. We've came up with so many different business ideas that we didn't have the information or knowledge on how to interact or bring that to light the years later we see somebody else making millions of dollars on it it's like whoa and it just comes to a point in your life where it's like okay it's time to act like no more ideas i'm gonna let slip out it's time to bring them to light and find out how to bring this idea this million dollars in my mind how to bring it out of my head into my pocket and make my future better because I have kids, and I don't want them to go through what I went through. Like, I want them to have the option. You can go to school if you want to learn things, but 
you can also learn things on your own just by listening to an audio book or picking up a book or just listening to a podcast, you know. It's the more you know, you just got to change your point of view. And a lot of people don't realize that your reality is your point of view. And if you choose to get up and go to work, if that makes you happy, then, hey, be happy. But with this, it's a lot of different information from a lot of different individuals who are successful in their industry. And if you can listen and get one thing out of each person, I guarantee you it will make you successful in your life and give you a better outlook on things. Because that's what it's about. Happiness is a choice. Do you want to continue to choose to be broke or do you want to try to listen to do this is something different to do something different. Uh, a professor of mine would always say insanity. The definition of insanity is doing the same exact thing, expecting a different outcome. So if you want a different outcome in your life, you have to change the way you look at things. And that's basically what we're here to do is to help you change your outlook, big or small. Uh, some additional guests that you know I I expect to bring in throughout the episodes. Uh, Philip LeBlanc, LeBlanc, you will be uh, called on and expected to appear on the show. The drum major, uh, thirteen B King, now the 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 multi millionaire businessman. Philip LeBlanc need to come sit his ass down and talk. So uh, some money making schemes. Uh Christopher Allen Middleton. Investors. You will be coming down and talking about Hive and t- discussing Bitcoin, discussing cryptocurrency, digital art, uh digital investments. People definitely need to check out his marketplace and, and see his digital art. Um, that he, you can bid cryptocurrency on, on the digital art. It's, it's awesome. Um, uh, Jaleesa, Jay Bully, Clutch City Mobile. Um, if you like, if screens cracked on your phone, you need internet service at your house, prepaid internet. Like, you go to the shops, you got game shows. Game consoles, TVs, like all of that. But got the hook up. again, if your screen cracked on your phone, don't go drop it off to one of these places where they keep your phone. You we don't got know you. how long it's going to be. You don't know whatever. Call Clutch City Mobile. Clutch City. They, Mobile. She going she gonna to pull up and she going to fix your phone pull right there. Pull up and hop out right there. Like, so. Bam. Clutch City Mobile. That's the way to go. Affordable. Like, get your, hey, we up. on the internet right now because of Clutch City Mobile. Trying they to make got it. the internet hooked up for us. So, shout out to Jay Bully. Shout out to Clutch City Mobile. In the building. Uh, Be the Believer. Um, I don't got my hoodie on right now, but you'll see me rocking the Believer hoodies uh, throughout the episodes. So, your beaverhead, uh, Mr. Carter, expect to come on to the show and talk about your clothing line, sir. Yes, sir. Um, 
stitched by Roz, uh, Miss Roslyn. Yes, you will be called on to come and discuss your business, the strategies, the expected growth, um, all the good stuff, how you got started, where you're going with it. Um, We're also taking any new business ideas if you uh, would like to drop us a note in the comment box or just, you know, give us a email. Now, we don't take just any sponsors because if we don't believe in your product, we do not accept sponsors who we do not believe in No, sir. Product. No, we um, don't. So when you hear about Texas Seamoss, that's a product that I use every Me day. too. Every day. Twice. Every day. Right. So... When you hear us talking about uh, that mojo, get it back. When you hear us talking about rehab studios, that's we work out of rehab studios, so we can put a stamp of approval on that every time. When you hear us talking about service with a smile, um, you know JD owns that. That's JD's company, so it's a signature stamp on that. When you hear us talking about thirteen archery custom bows. That's a signature stamp on that. So we're going to so get a sample of your business. All of these companies that, that you hear us discuss, the, if we discuss this company on this podcast, that company is A1, has the stamp of approval. Certified. You should definitely holler at that company if we definitely. mention them on this podcast. We personally you know? check them out. And so you, with that, you know, it's it's there have been a lot of resources for me. Uh, watching uh, a ton of Ryan Flynn's videos on YouTube. Shout out to Ryan Flynn. Um, you know, learning the skills to to be able to put this podcast together um, it, it was huge in itself. You know, so and look out for the other podcasts that we have coming up. Coming um, to you. Shout out to Rehab AV. Rehab, Rehab AV. Audio and Visual. Um, that's the network that we are under. That's the network that all of our pack podcasts will be under. Check them out. Um, like we about to explode. Just have to be along with the journey and watch us develop. And in that development, you will be developed. So again, we have different companies that we. Uh, qualify and certify so if you would like to be a part of the conversation you know just drop us a line and you know we'll get together and kind of go through the process of us all certifying the situation to help your business grow and you help us grow at the same time we're going to help each other become one big large community helping each other out now that that's for us on the business side you know make sure you check us out on Instagram Twitter um, and YouTube at the Executive Lounge Pod. Um, subscribe to our Patreon. With you subscribe to the Patreon, you do get extra content. Just press um, the button. You make sure you could check out the merch that we have uh, for the Executive Lounge Podcast, and you'll see more merch coming up as we launch some of the other podcasts. Again, shout out to JD We Jam. JD um, Serving Bars podcast is coming very soon. To you. Um, shout out to uh, Lil D Rehab Vault podcast is coming soon. You can look up the Rehab Vault on SoundCloud right now. Uh, we have a couple of songs posted on the SoundCloud right now, but when Lil D comes in and does his DJ set, 
set when he does a DJ set all of those songs will be posted to the SoundCloud so but you could check it follow the SoundCloud subscribe to the SoundCloud now at the Rehab Vault um so that, that you don't miss anything when we start dropping wait, wait, new songs on, on that platform press, let's press um, that button that button right there press it yeah I think Reno's going to be doing some TikTok stuff. So I don't know about, about no TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can, I don't know about no TikTok. No. Uh, and if you, if any of our listeners are already into crypto and you are on to Hive, um, you can check out the Rehab Gardens account. Spoiler on alert. PD. Spoiler um, alert. The Rehab Gardens account on PD. Um we always appreciate I always appreciate new new um uh, followers in that community. The Hive community has been great to me. Uh I wish more people would definitely join the Hive community. If you're interested in it, check out the site Peak D P E A K D dot com. Peak D dot com. Right. Um, I think uh, I think another one of my favorite shows that we got coming up is going to be uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, this is the spoiler alert. The spoiler alerts cover. Uh, oh, it's uh, coming. <laughs> Coming to a podcast near you. The the Untoxicated Podcast. That's gonna be a good one right there. The unto- I I don't know. I don't know if You're gonna have to have some women. This is gonna- I don't know, but I don't know if the ladies are gonna hate that show or gonna love that show. They're going to hate spoiler alert. I guarantee you that. They'll, they're going to hate. The that. ladies are going to hate spoiler <laughs> alert. The ladies are going to hate spoiler alert. But intoxicated. Might be one to take off. You just got to get the right ladies. They'll be there. You're fine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the, I would just, just, just. Although intoxicated. Is about intoxicating the toxic men. According uh, to who? A, a lot of it might stem from toxicity being contagious. From parenting? Or well, relationships? Untoxicated well, well, will get into all of that. <laughs> We can go back, like you said. Let's go all the way back to the start. And shout out to the Healthy Hustle Queens. Healthy Hustle Queens. I know they have their their shop coming up. You'll be soon be able to visit their facility and check out all of their products in person. Um, so that's very exciting as well. Uh, I already mentioned EA coming back to the H pretty soon here. Yes, sir. Um, that double O zero episode coming to you. 
This is going to be the one y'all look up years back like, wow, where did it all start? How did they get here? It starts right here today. Yeah, they're going to look back and say, look at these fools. Yeah, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> but here's the thing. We started. Today. If you never start, never you can finish. never finish. Yes. So the most important thing is starting. Keep I, I don't have all the, you know, we don't have all the equipment that we wanted to have to start with. We don't have the microphones that we had wanted to start with. But the important thing was starting. Yes. And, you know, we took what we could and I, I'm definitely going to do a YouTube video on how to start your first podcast for under $500 because I mean, that's, you know, although a lot of the equipment that we had here, well, not a lot. Some of the equipment that we had here, I already had, but uh, I didn't spend very much for on equipment. Like, surprisingly, I probably spent more on the wires and cables than anything else besides the studio monitors. But the, the studio monitors, you know. we, like, we're not even using for the podcast. That's for the studio. <laughs> so I don't even count that as, you know, what we spent to put the podcast in place. Um, so look out for that YouTube video. Check it out. Um, coming up on how to uh, get your podcast started. And again, you Let's can listen get to it people. Started. There's plenty of people <laughs> that can tell you how to start a podcast that, they have been doing whatever before. I'm starting from scratch. From scratch. And so my first. I invite you to come along on this journey with us. Um, it's going to be exciting for us all. I'm really excited. You know, one of the, one of the biggest podcasters out there, he said people ask him all the time, what does he need to do? What do they need to do to start a podcast? And he said he really couldn't tell them anything is because like he does it with his friends. And so it's, he enjoys it because he does it with his friends. So he's like, so the best thing I can tell y'all is to get y'all some friends. (laughs) Right. So like, we don't have that problem because we've been, in the studio working together Uh, me and Warren have already discussed how far we go back but the rest of our team we've been in the studio working in rehab studios for like you could probably go back and look at our first YouTube video almost 20 years Uh, our first YouTube video was definitely at least 15 years ago but we were even posting to MySpace before we hopped onto YouTube. Yes, sir. So we, you know that that MySpace. that's how far we go back with. Check us out at myspace.com. We're gonna come to your heart that rehab studio. Yeah, we we're all gonna leave Facebook and go back to MySpace. How about that? <laughs> if the site wouldn't crash as soon as you try to log in, they updated it, didn't they? If the site didn't crash as soon as you try to log in. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, uh, again, episode double zero. Double Look forward zero. to JD We Jam coming up on the next episode. Serving Bars podcast coming up featuring JD We Jam. Follow JD We Jam on Instagram. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, on you know when we when we come in and talk about serving bars, you let him introduce himself. 
Um, let them talk about the concept, who, what, where, why, when, how, how it's all going down. Like, it's funny because, okay, uh, if you don't know, JD's a rapper. So the fact that he is in the hospitality industry and he's doing a podcast called Serving Bars, Weird. it all makes sense, right? Serving <laughs> Bars, he's a rapper, right? Okay, so... Uh, I hope that song is his intro because he got a song called Seven Bars too. So I hope he makes that song his intro. But it's it's funny because like since he a rapper and he got a podcast called Seven Bars, it's like he dropping it like an album or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's a whole different concept. Yeah, look forward to the to the Seven Bars podcast coming up. Um, Did you shout out that boy Alvertrez? Yes, definitely shout shout out to uh, Southpaw. Southpaw, put it up. You uh, know what I'm saying? Shout out to Southpaw. Throw it up, throw it up, throw it up. Uh, they toys in the building. Yeah, I also I already shouted out to his wife, the Healthy Hustle Queens. Yes, sir. Um, that double O zero coming to you. I mean, we have a lot of stuff to look forward to. The rehab gardens, uh, the player puppets. Oh, yeah. Uh, the puppets going to get in. Mikey D. Yeah, we're, we're bringing back the puppet team. Um, the kids going to love that. Some adults, too. Well. The grown kids, let me say it like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know how many episodes the kids will be able to watch of these puppets, but the puppets are coming back. The parents um, watching the kids going to come and be like, what you watching, mama? Yeah, you, the, I'm about to see that. No, you can't watch that without me. The, the player puppets are... are, are Pippin is back in the building. Are coming back. Yes, Pippin, Pippin, uh, Pippin. That's it. Check out our Shopify. Order some merch. Um, Next show coming soon. Make sure you subscribe to the Patreon. Subscribe, subscribe, Get all the extra content. Yes, yes, yes. You've been listening to the Executive Lounge podcast. Here in the Executive Lounge, we discuss business strategies and management styles to help the experienced entrepreneurs evolve. The young bull entrepreneurs grow, and the future entrepreneurs get their businesses kicked off ASAP. I am your host, the creator, best known as the co-founder and president of Rehab Studios. Rehab. We appreciate you listening from me and Reno. Reno. Hey. We out. Shout out. Have a drink. A gentleman's drink, of course. Of course. Five, four, three, two, one. We're out.